host of Where Boundaries Dissolve. I've always related very much and identified with my jobs. And now this part of my life is undergoing so much change. And there's a lot that I'm being confronted with. The last six months have been intense. From deciding to leave my corporate job, to not having anything, to now taking a job at Lumen, being on more entrepreneurial, being closer and exposed to higher risk and more uncertainty, stakes are higher. Everything feels like it's moving 10 times faster and it can feel quite overwhelming. I was um, in my car on the way to San Francisco. I was driving up there with my partner. My partner is an artist. He, he writes screenplays, poetry, theater play. He also directs um, art directs shootings. And what I really respect about him is that he's an entrepreneur as well it's it's hard to be an entrepreneur and an artist because artists are i want to say not always typically amazing at figuring out how to make money (laughs) so being an artist and being business savvy isn't always something that you find goes hand in hand so i really respect how he's been able to build these avenues for himself and i really respect his art and um he'll sometimes joke at how i go through how i go through life He'll point out how everything is so so outcome-driven, he says. And what he means is there's always a reason. There's always an intent when you create or do something, he says. When he writes screenplays or poetry, he says his focus is on getting out of his way to just let whatever needs to emerge, emerge. And I think there's a skill that artists have that not all business people have. I think it's a craft of being able to convey something in a way that is authentic to you and that makes people feel feel something and can help them give um, take a new perspective. And he talks about this during um, his writing process, getting out of his own way and letting whatever needs to emerge emerge is really about understanding what, what story wants to be told and then working on that. And I keep circling back to this conversation with him because it's taken me some time to really understand what he means. Like, what does it mean to get out of your own way? Is that is that even applicable to my my world, my business world? Is that even relevant in business? And of course, I'm outcome oriented. <laughs> my entire life and everything I do, I search for you know the intent and the reason why I'm doing something. Without a purpose, nothing happens for me. Simple example, my parents ask me to sweep. I ask why. Well, the, the patio is going to look nicer and we have guests coming and they will feel more comfortable. Was I more excited about the job? No, but I could understand why it needed to be done. And that's really how I've led my life. A cognitive explanation of why would always help me get the job done. And the older I got, the more my why expanded. I wasn't, it wasn't just what would make my mom and my dad proud or happy but how can I accelerate? And then my why shifted to, will this endeavor or whatever I'm doing make me a better human altogether? How can I improve and in how I interact with people to leave them in a better state? How can we together collaborate in better ways to better serve society? And so in recent years and jobs, my goal was to understand what it means to live from a place of purpose and creation what I and what I call the sweet spot that spot where 
you're applying and, and developing skills and strengths that give you energy and you use them to create from that place in order to then collaborate with something with someone and better serve um, society understanding that sweet spot was my goal where are my strengths what are my strengths what skills you know how can i merge my strengths and my skills and and use them and so in corporations like where i was at the time this meant that my sweet spot must be you know where my purpose could be aligned with that of the organization it's actually what led me to have a conversation with the ceo of uh, siemens usa barbara hampton it's also why I interviewed the head of people and organization, Siemens of Siemens China, Ma Ching. I wanted to understand how do we create organizations where people can develop their capacities and understand their strengths and skills and what gives them meaning, what makes them unique, and then understand where can they bring their full selves to work and be in a position where they can apply and use that personal purpose and align it with that of the organization. That in my mind was like the ultimate goal. In the last few years, I've been just running and chasing this sweet spot, right? And this meant to me doing the inner work that was required to really layer back that onion of who am I? What's beneath all of this? What are what are my strengths? What gives me energy? And what are the areas that I wanna develop my skills? And what are the areas that I actually create my own ceiling? Where do my inner beliefs hinder my progress? because they want to keep me safe, safe from falling, from you know dying and hurting myself. But where they're keeping me from tapping into that purpose, I was always like that one step away from understanding that sweet spot. And so all I had to do was shed those layers. And people will just say casually, follow your heart, as if that's like the easiest thing to do. But following your heart means having the courage to get to know your deepest self and then step into the unknown to experience that. And that requires a leap of faith. And taking that leap is hard when your entire internal system is programmed to stop you from taking risk. I remember my dad showing us Dia slides of his travels when I was like 16 years old. And I thought to myself, oh my God, I can never do that. Travel the world, leave all of this behind. That seemed so scary to me. And the older I got in my teens, actually, I just felt super reinforced because I was getting all of these food allergies. And so I couldn't even go to my local restaurant without risking eating something that I was allergic to. And so I was just constantly feeding this narrative of like, nope, I can't do that. And sometimes it's your socialization that has taught you that you're, that you're something else. But I've really done a lot of work on that. And I've worked through a lot of my limitations in my 20s. And so peeling back those layers and following my heart has just been a constant push you know, pushing against learned beliefs of who you are, what people tell you you should do based on who they think you should be, not based on who you are. And so that's been kind of like the bulk of my life so far, you know, is really running towards this big, big why and shedding those layers and, you know, running with all the power and force and fierceness and willingness to discover and do whatever it took to be one of those people who would make it, who would understand what what the heck am I trying to do here? What's my purpose? And how can I align that with what I'm doing and create from this place of authenticity and, you know, lead a life of, of creation? And I've come to a place where I'm just realizing I'm at a cliff. I can't run anymore. 
I am in a place where I know myself. I know my strengths, my skills. I'm working for a company and shaping its direction and trajectory. And I'm working for a purpose and a cause that I believe in. And I'm like, well, I'm here now. What's next? (laughs) And that's super scary because all my life has been about this, you know, going in and doing the inner work and understanding what living from a place of my truth feels like. And I get it now. I get what it takes to show up authentically and not play into these roles and play the games that people want you to adhere to. And and I've shed the layers and I understand the grace that I want to have going through life. But a part of me just feels like, actually, the real work must have just started because I'm at a cliff. I can't run anymore. And the only thing that's left is learning how to fly. <laughs> and so... I was driving up to San Francisco, right? Talking about how when my partner creates, he focuses on getting out of his way to just let whatever needs to emerge, emerge. And I think that's where I'm at. I think that's what flying actually means, is getting out of my own way. I know myself. My job is to clear the path so that I can show up comfortably in these new spaces. But here's the thing. (laughs) These new spaces are so uncomfortable. Working at Lumen is, you know, Lumen is is much smaller than Siemens, the company I used to work for before. Each person on board matters and is quite literally part of the company's success. Decisions are made in seconds, opportunities captured, worked on immediately, market signals as well, innovation happens constantly. I'm learning to wear multiple hats and I'm learning to shift context quickly I may be in a customer call in the morning, dealing with some kind of website in during lunch, thinking about content strategy in the afternoon, and soon I'll also be delivering and working on these culture change and transformation programs that we that we provide and that we run and running innovation boot camps. And to be confronted with the environment that I had stepped into has been a lot lately. You know, dealing with the pressure that comes when you're an entrepreneur, making decisions based on what you think is the right thing and not having the stability of an organization that can suffer a bad experiment or that can provide the resources and the experts you need to take more informed risk. You know, not having any of that is is very challenging. And so I've been running and, you know, I didn't know I was running towards a cliff. Maybe I would have walked had I known, but I'm here now. My heart led me to this place. You know, it's asking me to fly now. It's asking me to figure that out, which is showing me that I can't do things the way I used to. I can't go back to old patterns, right? I can't get as consumed with my work either as I did in the past. And I know that that must sound super controversial, right? Because now more than ever with all of this risk, it matters more, right? But I've really come to realize that the opposite holds true. I don't fully control what comes into my life. I don't fully control how my, how many customers close, for example. I can show up. I can put in the work. I can be thorough with the work that I do and prepare for success. But the stress that arises from feeling uncertain, from not knowing what's going to happen, and being consumed with trying to control all of the parameters to reduce uncertainty because my nervous system is going crazy, is just, it's just not possible. I can't control it. And so you see, this is really what I'm learning to lean into, is that I will be fine. 
again, a customer may, may not be, may not close. Okay, what did we learn? What can we do better? Everything is information. Nothing is good or bad. Life will go on. I will survive. I will learn and I will figure it out. And what me is meant to be will be. And so, you know, going back to that conversation that I was having with my partner as we were driving up to San Francisco, you know, his way of getting out of his own way and letting these things emerge the way they want to and the way they will just doesn't seem so foreign to me anymore. And I think this is what it means to be an entrepreneur or an artist or any type of creator or innovator that, you know, faces a lot of uncertainty. This is what it teaches you. It teaches you to be okay, even if you're at greater risk to be rejected or to fail. And so as I'm leaning into this transformative experience of going from running to flying and, and I start to see that, you know, there are different ways. There are two ways to think about this journey. You can think of, you can think of this journey as a challenging transformation or as the adventure of a lifetime. Because I really believe that it's worth shining light on how we sit with these ideas of what's ahead. Because if how I think of uncertainty comes from a place of fear versus from a place of possibility, the journey is always going to be unpleasant. And with this, I want to close on this beautiful quote that I wrote down the other day. It reads, our actions have consequences. To be reminded of them is not a punishment. So dealing with uncertainty for me now means being very clear about how far I'm willing to go, not having expectations that are too grand, and accepting the process by being more patient with myself and learning to breathe so I can stay present in those moments where my animal brain wants to freak out. And with this, I wish you a lovely day and until next time. <laughs>